How's it going, Matt? Good. Jonathan, how are you? Good. Um, this is another episode of the Agony of Defeat podcast. I'm Jonathan Weiler. I'm a global studies professor at UNC Chapel Hill. And I'm Matt Andrews. I'm a professor in the Department of History at UNC Chapel Hill. Um, we have a lot of ground to cover today. We do. There's a lot of different topics we can talk of, about. A lot of different topics. Uh, the main focus of today is going to be uh, as pitchers and catchers report to training camp this week. That's right. Uh, we're going to talk about the story that has absolutely consumed the baseball world the last couple of months. That is the Astros cheating scandal. As it should be. I mean, right. usually I think baseball stories that consume the the public's attention shouldn't. This one should. Yeah, this one should, as, as we'll get into. And we'll do some... As we like to do, we'll do some historical look back at other prominent scandals in baseball history. Turns out the Astros are not the first people to <laughs> cheat in sports. <laughs> That's breaking news. Yeah. Um, but before we get there, uh, we do like to do our rant uh, of the podcast at the beginning. And Matt, you've got something you want to yeah, weigh in on. I guess I do. And I want to be careful ter terming it as a rant because it's um, it's a delicate topic. Uh, a few weeks ago, as everyone knows, the, the news broke in the middle of a Sunday afternoon that, that Kobe Bryant had, had died in that helicopter crash, which let, I mean, let me just start by, by saying it's an absolutely awful, heartbreaking story, particularly when I found out that his daughter was, yes. was in the helicopter. And, and, and other children and other, were on the helicopter. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, just an absolutely heartbreaking story. Her, her, horrific in every way. It was. Yep. Um, and, you know, then the the stories started spinning out. And I, I was asked to do um, a couple of uh, interviews, r r radio shows and podcasts about Kobe Bryant. I'll mention this in just a second. But one of the things that really angered me, well, the two things, let me say this first. Uh, this didn't anger me. This surprised me. And I may ask you this. I got to admit, I was a little taken aback by it. It's an awful story. He's a big star. The global grief, overwhelming grief surprised me a little bit. The, the, the extent of it, I would not have guessed. I mean, Kobe Bryant is a superstar, a legend, certainly one of the most prominent athletes of the last quarter century. I, yeah. I get all that. Uh, right. But but the extent of it was We're not suggesting he doesn't deserve to be grieved. Right. right. I think I was just surprised at how much he meant to so many people. Um and you know, I suppose for the generation And well beyond the world of sports, let me say, right? I mean, this became a this was not a sports story. This I guess was not, a, right? Because he had entered the world of entertainment. He had yeah. won Oscars. He had written children's books. I mean, he was sort of doing everything. And that is, in some ways, the saddest part of this story is, I mean, Kobe Bryant was clearly changing and evolving and was going to do remarkable things. And the world was denied the opportunity to, to, to see yeah. what those things yeah. were. Yeah. So I was struck by this. But in this environment where so many people love Kobe Bryant so much... I, 
I thought it was absolutely fair when reporters, when telling the story of Kobe Bryant, referenced the 2003 allegation against them about sexual assault. That was a big story in 2003, and it's an important story. And when reporters doing their jobs, you know, remembering Kobe Bryant and talking about the legacy of Kobe Bryant brought that up, you know, and in some ways, what's so interesting about it is that Kobe Bryant became, you know, later in his life, such a fierce proponent of women's rights in sports, uh, a fierce proponent of the WNBA. And this whole dad girl yeah girl, girl dad and, right an amazing father to yeah. his athletic daughters yeah. um but when reporters raise the issue the amount of just condemnation that came down on them the vile that people said about these reporters and i thought unbelievably the fact that the washington post suspended a reporter who mentioned this and said we need to weigh all of these aspects of kobe bryant's life they saw that as inappropriate in the moment and suspended her that reporter actually only tweeted an article right. from 2016. Article already published. After he had retired, which recounted the police report and the allegations. So I don't even think she made a comment. Right. I think she was just saying. She just, she tweeted let's not that. not forget. And she was absolutely vilified and excoriated. And then, you said, as you said, suspended by the Washington Post. And so in this day and age when athletes are put on a pedestal, and now I'm not, now I'm moving beyond Kobe Bryant. I think I'm just talking much more generally. When athletes are put on a pedestal, when someone who is a prominent athlete commits a crime, um, again, I'm not talking about Kobe Bryant because this was just an alleged crime, but commits some sort of act, sexual assault on a, on a campus. The way in which sports fans vilify the accusers and in many instances, the victims, that entire dynamic I thought played out in a very unfortunate and really ugly way uh, after Kobe Bryant's death. Uh, I, I agree. So Sarah Spain, the great um, ESPN uh, personality had a had a fantastic article, uh, which we can post on our show notes afterwards. Um, had an article a few days after his death that I just thought really nicely struck a balance, both between right. taking seriously and commending the many aspects of his legacy that people love him for, right. and also saying, look, there there wasn't just, there was a potential victim here, first of all, and then many, many other people who are watching this, who themselves were victims of sexual assault, and we need to be mindful of how they're experiencing something Absolutely. like this. Yeah, so. I briefly mentioned this. I was asked by two different uh, radio shows or, or, or podcasts. I won't name them if I would come and talk about Kobe Bryant. And I say, yeah, I'm happy to come and talk about Kobe Bryant. But I just want to say that I want to talk about this issue, even just briefly. And you can't cut it because it's an important part of the story. And they both said, no, thank you. Wow. Um, one, to their credit, came back, said, actually, we've changed our minds let's let's do this but the other one didn't like no well, we don't want to talk about that it's part of the story interesting yeah interesting. okay all right um so the main topic today uh we want to talk about the houston astros cheating scandal which we'll lay out here in a second and then talk a little bit about other baseball scandals historically i think in part to try to put in context how serious the houston 
scandal is relative to and so for example we certainly think it's serious we think not everyone does yeah yeah but a lot of people a lot of people do most people sorry astros fans astros (laughs) yeah 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 um but so the black Sox scandal the steroid era a couple of others that i think we'll mention as the yeah as the as the show goes on talking baseball yeah so (laughs) again uh identifying ourselves as 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 old men over over 50 white guys (laughs) we like baseball um so the houston astros have been the best team in baseball over the last three years 2017 to 2019 an absolute juggernaut without a doubt the best team in baseball. without a doubt they won the 2017 world series um in 2018 they lost to the red sox in the league championship series but had another great year and this year 2019 this past season they won 107 games they were the dominant team in baseball they made it to the world series again and they lost in in a, in a major upset. Game seven. In game seven at home to the Washington Nationals. But overall, they've had a fantastic three-year run. And they have been celebrated for having constructed this fantastic team. It's a pitching juggernaut and it's a hitting juggernaut. Yeah. They stripped down to uh, earlier in the 2010s. They basically tanked. Right. Um, they'd lost over 100 games a year for three years. They accumulated a bunch of high draft picks. They drafted incredibly well. They used technology in ways that nobody had used before. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, guess, I guess we're getting to that. We thought legally right. um, in order to develop their players and identify- Their process worked, right? Their process worked. Yeah. Um, so they, they, they were the success story, certainly of the last five years in baseball. Absolutely. And then we learned um, about two weeks after the end of the World Series uh, that the process wasn't the only reason they were so successful, um, that in fact they had developed a system for stealing signs Right. that is identifying what the other team's pitcher was going to throw and relaying that information to the batter right. uh, and thereby giving themselves an enormous advantage. Yeah, and let's let's talk about how they how they did this. I find I think it's so interesting. So they called it right Operation Codebreaker. Um, they used video surveillance and an algorithm, which I don't really know what an algorithm is. <laughs> uh, so uh, well, what I'm it's trying a, to say, it, it sounds fancy. It sounds fancy. Yeah. It's above my head. It's very sophisticated. They decoded the catcher's signs. Which all just sounds, I mean, brilliant in its own way. Um, And then they transferred information to batters by banging on a trash can. So what I find so interesting about this plot is it's both- So like one bang would be for a fastball, two bangs would be for a curveball or whatever the the system was. Yeah, and and when you watch it on TV, when people break it down for you, it's like, that's exactly what's happening. Someone is banging with a baseball bat on a trash can and everyone can can hear it. And the batter is listening. It's high-tech and primitive all at once. But, you know, I'm sure they thought they were the smartest guys in the room, 
and to an extent, they are the smartest guys in the room. But it, the banging on a trash can is what got them in trouble. If it was just a, an inaudible scratching of the nose or a, or a base runner scratching his butt or whatever it was, we wouldn't have it on film. Instead, they banged on a trash can. We have irrefutable evidence that trash can banging is going on. And then you can match it with the pitches. Um, they're not as smart as they thought they were. Right. So so this story, the reason this story broke is that a former Astros pitcher, yeah. Mike Fires, who was on the team in 2017 when they won the World Series, told The Athletic, the, the, the online publication, The Athletic, you know, they they cheated. They right. were stealing. They they had a system for stealing the pitchers, the the catcher signs to the pitcher, and then relating that information to the batter. And then some people on Twitter, for example, there's a Yankee fan, John Boy, who's developed a big following on Twitter, who is one of the people who showed. Yeah, fans on, kind of uh, broke the story. Yeah, right? on Twitter. Okay, listen to the bang. Here's what's going and on. Then, and then yeah. here's the pitch. And and Major League Baseball did an investigation and determined irrefutably that there was a systematic cheating scandal. And and now there's irrefutable evidence coming from the Astros them, themselves. Right. So there, there are these right. recent emails from people who were involved in it in, in the front office. And now it turns out this probably all came from the front office. Right. And the original story was that it was the players, it was the players. and the manager supposedly no, didn't really know about there it. There are now or... emails from staffers to the general manager, Joe Luno, uh, in which they refer to this as, quote, our dark arts sign stealing system. Uh, they they, they knew what they were doing uh, and, and they knew that it was wrong. Right. So Major League Baseball suspended the Astros manager, A.J. Hinch, for a year. Yep. And, and their GM, and right? Jeff Lunau, after which the Astros owner fired them both. Jim Crane immediately fired them both in a show of uh, not under my watch, some, in a show of toughness some, or some, something. something yeah. Right. And then Alex Cora, who was the bench coach to AJ Hinch with the Astros in 2017, the plot continues to thicken here, and then became the Red Sox manager in 2018 when the Red Sox had an historically good season yeah. and themselves won the World Series. And we don't Series. know what the Red Sox did or did not they do are still yet. Under under investigation, yeah, right. but Cora was understood to be, in some ways, the key figure in the scandal in, in yeah. Houston. So he was suspended by Major League Baseball, and then the Red Sox fired him. Right. And Carlos Beltran, Beltran. who was a player in the 2017 Astros, who the Mets had just hired as yeah. their manager, uh, he's now been fired That's because right. he was also identified as critical to this. And there could system. be more firings and suspensions. And the, the players have not been su suspended. Some people think that, that that they should be. Maybe we can talk about it. Right. Those. Okay. So, Matt, I have a question for you. Yeah. So, this, is, this has to do with the punishment, and this will get us a, a little bit into sort of the severity of the crime. Yeah. So, among the ways that Major League Baseball has punished the Astros is they find the organization $5 million. Right. Chump change. Which is chump change. I think it's the limit according I, to yeah, some agreement. Yeah, something along those lines. So they yeah. can't do more than $5 million, but, chump, but it is chump change. Um, they also took from them their first and second round draft picks in 2020 and 2021. Fairly significant. Fairly significant. So here's my question. This gets the severity. Would you trade your first round pick and your second <laughs> round pick two years in a row yes. to win a World Series yes. title. Yes. Does that not mean that the punishment was not significant enough? 
I think you're right. The right. Yeah. I mean, it really should be something more like that you wouldn't do five years or I don't know. Yeah, I, I, just, I suppose so. I just feel like everyone would years, do that. Right. Right. So it's not insignificant, but yeah. it's a trade that every organization would make in a heartbeat. I guess so. Um, some people say what they should have done is taken their World Series title away from them. Right, like the NCAA strips titles. I think that's right. absolutely meaningless. It, 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 honest, the, I, I think the fact that it's there, it will garner more attention than if it was gone. People will say yes, but um, every time they talk about the Astros in 2017, what are you going to do? You're going to give it to the Dodgers or to the Yankees. Right, right, it, it just doesn't right, make right. any sense. Right. Well, so you're arguing for more years. I'm arguing for more years of really gutting the future of the uh, franchise. That's that's what I'm arguing. If if yeah. you're serious, yeah, about baseball believes this is a crisis. That yeah. they are clearly reacting as if this does tremendous damage to the credibility of the sport. If you are serious about preventing it in the future and techn technological developments are going to make this stuff hard to yeah, stop, right, right. you need to make the punishment very painful. Yeah. I guess it's an interesting question whether it is a crisis because now all right. anyone's doing is talking about baseball. That's true too. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe this is this is working out. I think maybe what, what needs to be done, and, and this could still possibly happen with all the outrage and with more and more people saying that the players have gotten off too easy. I mean, how do you hurt a team? How do you hurt their it's not about hurting the fans, but you know, I mean, how do you really make a team? How do you make it smart? You you take away something in the here and now that 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 they can't get back. Part of me thinks for two reasons that the players ought to be suspended for a season. I was thinking more like, you know, 30, 40 games, okay. something along those lines. Uh, you know, Altuve and Springer and all the people who 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 did this. Verla I mean, uh, Alex Bregman. They all knew about it. Yeah, I mean, yes. so it's basically the the entire team. I don't know how you do that. Do you award wins to the teams they were supposed to play? I'm not exactly sure how this how this works. But here's why I think maybe maybe Rob Manfred ought to think about doing this because what's going to happen instead? The season is going to start, and players on the other team who are pissed off that those guys did not get their comeuppance. I mean, what are pitchers going to do? That's a good point. They're going to start throwing at their heads. Yeah. And this is going to be a yeah. big problem for, for Major League Baseball. When Jose Altuve gets a fastball at his head, let's say yeah. it hits him in the head, yeah, yeah, yeah. his Astro teammates almost can't even come out of the dugout. Mm -hmm. They need to pay some sort of serious price just to kind of ward off this beanball war that's coming their way. Right. Now, one price they've already paid and will continue to pay, which is... Whatever. On the one hand, it's not quantifiable. On the other hand, I think it's very significant is it has destroyed their credibility. Yeah, I, I think that's true. I mean, and, and Jose Altuve, who is the American League MVP in 2017, the heart and soul yeah. of that team yeah. was being interviewed today as he arrived at training camp yeah. and was... He really was just kind of glum in answering these questions about, well, I mean, do you think you did something wrong? And yeah. and when people talk about him now, they are not going to talk about his greatness as a baseball player. I know. They're going to talk about this. And they're going to get it all season long, every place they, so that's, to me, they that, go. To me, that is that's a real a, punishment. That's a cost. Right? Yeah. That, that is a cost. I think that's right. Yeah. The the. The owner, um, Jim Jim Crane. I mean, he's got to live with this. Yeah, uh, that's true. Um, yeah. There's yeah. a th there's a shame that comes with this that yeah. they're going to be living with for. And, and and I would add that I think one of the things that's been interesting is the anger that players on other teams have expressed. Yeah, 
is so the, the 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 previous big scandal in Major League Baseball, really over a whole era, related to steroids and performance enhancing drugs. Right. Those were rife in the game for many years. Uh, Alex Rodriguez, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. All of these big stars were connected in one way or another with that scandal. Yeah. And that hurt the credibility of the game in terms of the record book, et cetera. Yeah. I just don't remember players expressing anger at them in the same way that you're true. hearing people say, you cost me my livelihood. You cheated. You robbed the game. This is totally everything you accomplished is invalid. Mike Bolsinger of the Blue Jays is suing the Houston Astros, which I actually, I'm glad he's doing this. It's very interesting. I, I don't think it's going to work, right. but it's a fascinating suit. He's saying, mm. you ended my career, which is true. The last game he ever pitched was pitching at Houston. And right. he said it was like they they knew what the pitches were. Right. In uh, 2017, I think he gave up four runs. Four runs in a third of an inning. Right. He got yeah. one out and he gave up eight base runners or something. And so now he's saying this is fraud. Um, and he's not wrong. It, yes. it, it, it is fraud. Um, so Michael McCann, who's the great legal writer, he's a, he's a professor at University of New Hampshire Law School, and he writes for Sports Illustrated. Whenever there's a legal issue, Mike yeah. McCann breaks it all what, down. What does he say? So he, in his very careful, conscientious way, he walked through all the arguments and yeah. the potential responses, and he didn't conclude by saying, he did not say it's a frivolous lawsuit. Right. He said it will hinge on a bunch of sort of interesting legal questions, but one of the things that I thought was interesting about the lawsuit is that the Astros as a team received $31 million in bonus shares for winning the World Series. Uh -huh. And the lawsuit calls for them to have to give all of that up and donate it to a charity. No, that's interesting. Which I just thought was, so I like he's not even asking, I mean, he's asking for some personal- for some damages. Damages. And he should. To, and he should. He's been pitching in Japan the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, that's right. That, that's the last game he ever pitched. But I think it's interesting that he's basically, I mean, this is a way of saying, your World Series victory is not valid. Yeah. And as a result, right. the money you got specifically for winning the World Series- Needs to go somewhere else. It should go to some good cause. I think that's yeah. that's yeah. great. So yeah. you mentioned steroids. I mean, yes. this is the- yes. These are the scandals. We should say that sign stealing uh, in- these sort of extra legal ways is not new. No. The, probably the most famous uh, example comes from 1951 when the New York Giants institute some sort of sign stealing scheme in the middle of the season. What were they, 13 and a half games behind, behind the, the Brooklyn Dodgers? The Dodgers. Right. They go 37 and seven down the stretch. At one point, they win 16 straight games. This is. Arguably the most famous moment in baseball history. They when play a three-game playoff. Three-game playoff against the Dodgers, and in the bottom of the ninth, down two, Bobby Thompson hits a three-run home run. The Giants win the pennant. The Giants win the pennant. The Giants win the The most the famous call in, in baseball history, in, for sure. Maybe the most famous home run in, yeah. in baseball history. And then a story comes out like 40 years later in the Wall Street Journal, and is verified by the living New York Giants that the 
giants were stealing stealing signs. Oh, and they weren't they using like a can or something? They, no, they, the... they they had a telescope okay. out in this out in their in their clubhouse, which was way out in center field, right, okay. so, so they could see the catcher. Yeah, and a guy a, a coach would work for about four or five innings to um, decode the case, the catcher's signs. Once he did, they had a buzzer system. This is what the Astros did. They had a buzzer system going from the clubhouse to the bullpen, which is in the outfield back then. The, the Giants right. bullpen was right. in left field, uh, actually in the actual outfield, not in foul, mm-hmm. foul territory. And he would buzz like one for fastball or two for, for curveball. And then one of the Giants relief pitchers in the bullpen would touch his hat, not touch his hat. They had some sign. It all had to happen quickly. It all had to be relayed very quickly. Maybe it was more hassle than it was worth. Then again, the Giants went 37 and 7 down the stretch. People in the know say Bobby Thompson knew what that pitch was going to be. He knew that Ralph Branca was going to throw him a fastball and he stuck it into the left field seats. Um, uh, right. Th- uh, this has happened. Right. This has happened. And it's just worth saying that if you know what's coming, yeah. it completely changes the sport. Oh, for those guys, absolutely. Right, right. Yeah. It wouldn't help, help me in the least. <laughs> No, no, but if you're right, yeah. if you are a major league baseball yes. player, and you know fastball's coming, the the advantage yeah. shifts dramatically to the batter. Yeah. If they know. So we're just to emphasize how significant uh, that form of cheating yeah. is. And right, and when one team is doing it in their home park, and the other team really doesn't have the mechanism by which to do it, it, it almost begs the question: What's the point of the game? I right. mean, if one team is going right. to have that, so which sort of which then takes me to that next question about steroids, right? Uh, s- stealing signs sign stealing scandals and steroid taking scandals these are the two great scandals of the modern uh baseball era um what do you think what's what's worse what the astros did or what i mean come on what barry bonds and roger clemens did yeah so i I was always a um very complacent about steroids because not that I've ever used them. <laughs> <laughs> you look great. You don't need them. Exactly. Um, because I guess I've always felt like what people want to put in their own bodies, particularly in athletic context, I kind of feel like that's their business. Mm-hmm. Now, now let me say that look, if there is a rule yeah. that says you can't use certain drugs and you use them anyway, yeah. particularly after they start testing yeah. for them. And there were, th- that rule did exist. And that rule did exist. Yeah. Then it's not like you have a, you have a case not to be punished. Correct. And we did see a spate of home run records being set yeah. between 96 and 2001 that yeah. were cartoonish. Yes. I mean, they just obliterated the yes. record book. And for baseball purists who can who care about that kind of stuff, and yeah. in some ways I'm a baseball purist, yeah, right. I understand why that would bother people. But I do feel like the anger that players are expressing now tells me hmm. – that they they're more bothered by this than they were by the steroid scandal. Yeah, so I, I don't know. What do What do you think? No, about that? I I feel the same way. I I, I feel yeah. like at least with the steroid scandal, the steroid era, there was a a level playing field in the sense that anyone could have taken it. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm fooling myself when I put it this way. But I mean, there were guys on steroids on. 
both teams. When Roger yeah. Clemens pitched to Barry Bonds, I remembered vividly in Yankee Stadium, <laughs> they were both on steroids. One of them did not have an advantage that, 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 that is did. a juiced yeah, counter. Those are two big men. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but this just completely alters, tilts the balance of power in in the game. And I, I find it much more troubling than yeah. the steroids as as well. Yeah. And to be clear, if we found out tomorrow that it wasn't just the Astros, but that 20 of the 30 teams were doing yeah, this, then... I mean, it, I, first of all, that wouldn't surprise me. No, it wouldn't There's surprise me There's nothing special either. about the Astros here right. other than they got caught. I mean, there is a particular corporate culture. There's a corporate there culture that, there. They Once yeah. again, they they, they you, seem to think they're the smartest guys you, in the room. You mentioned the smartest... Yeah, I was going to say, you mentioned the smartest guys in the room, which is the book and movie about Enron. Right. Which, <laughs> which is, of course, a Houston-based Yeah, and that's company. exactly what this re right. reminds right. me of. The, those right. guys thought they were so right. smart bilking people in California for right. their energy bills, right. and they're not as smart as but, they But they if were. we... If we learn that many more teams are cheating, that will, in some ways, it will put this in context, but it won't make me feel any differently about how badly this undermines the game. I totally agree. Because once again, it just means that the team that's at home has an advantage, a, a, a severe advantage a sev yes. th th that the other team doesn't have. Uh, it, it almost, it, again, doesn't make the playing of the game pointless, but it gets pretty close. All right. So Matt, just to throw a little wrinkle in here, over yeah. the last few days, I think, um, Pete Rose, <laughs> the all-time great player, yeah, uh, the all-time hits leader who has been banned from baseball for 30 years yeah, since 1989 and therefore cannot enter the Hall of Fame, even though based on his performance, He's clearly worthy because he was caught gambling. Right. It has never been suggested that he bet against his own team. Right. Uh, or certainly that he fixed a game. Correct. Uh, but he almost certainly did bet on his own team. Correct. He did. In violation of a cardinal sin of baseball yeah, and right. a rule. And he was put on the permanently ineligible list. Yeah. And, and he has argued recently, in light of this most recent scandal. Yes. <laughs> and these guys are being suspended for one year. Right. Or, or the players aren't being suspended at all. Right. Why? 30 years later, am I still under permanent banishment? And I'm just interested to know what you think of that argument. Well, I, I think he, he ain't wrong, as they say. <laughs> um, he is asking a fair question. I mean, we know the reason, the reasons why Pete Rose is, is not being reinstated. I mean, one is he broke the cardinal rule in baseball which is gambling i mean right. it, it, it's a sign it's not there are signs in every clubhouse in multiple right. languages you do not gamble on baseball because no, because no a what. gambling scandal 100 years ago well, almost destroyed the almost sport. killed killed right. killed the game the right. chicago white Sox in 1919 right um the other reason why p rose is not reinstated is just because p rose is an icky dude <laughs> i mean <laughs> nobody likes pete no rose. one likes pete p rose <laughs> he 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 lies he doesn't tell the yeah. truth he never yeah. really said he was sorry he wrote a book saying that he didn't bet on baseball then he wrote a book that said he did bet on right. baseball he signs autographs of las vegas casinos with aging playboy bunnies by his side hey, people just don't like pete rose well and then there's he that probably would that if he ran scandal. for mayor of cincinnati he probably would win still. he might yeah, he, he might, might. But, but that's why but you know what he raises a fair 
point. He did yeah. not mess with the integrity. Look, he broke the cardinal rule, but he did not mess with the integrity of the game like the Astros or The game's did. on the field. Yeah, right? yeah. No, yes. I, I think he raises a fair point. And this might get him in somehow. It, it, it might cause baseball. Look, baseball's not going to let him in until he dies. But when he dies, maybe they'll, they'll, they'll do something about this. In your mind, is this the worst sports cheating scandal of all time i mean do well right, do, so, do so, you have more i i guess what comes to mind when you ask that question are some of the point shaving scandals yeah right in basketball for example yeah in the early 1950s is when, that cheating go, go ahead but. well so 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 if the question is how much is the integrity of the game compromised yeah okay guys throwing the game it, it, right, that's deliberately yeah. losing yeah is compromising the game. So the Black Sox in nineteen. The Black Sox, even though yeah. I know it's sort of weird how much they did or didn't try to throw yeah, those yeah. games. But, but, but some of them did. But some of them did. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I would say this is worse in that regard. Um, but I, I do think it's worse than any scandal in baseball, at least since the Black Sox scandal. Yeah, we've had uh, players corking their bats. Right, um, as you said, we've had sign, we've had sign stealing, had sign stealing, which is not against the rules. It's, right. it's the way in which they did it. And Major League Baseball is very, very clear about this. You right. cannot use any elect, cannot use electronics to um, crack. Right, um, be, be, and the reason for that is it's one thing if I sort of figure out what a pitcher is doing. Yeah, but if an entire team has that information ahead of time, yeah, on a system, the, the guy who's filing suit, Bol Bolsinger, yeah. I think his agent or his lawyer did the way he threw 29 pitches and on 12 of them, the Astros did the banging. Is that a new, yeah. So, you know, yeah. he has no chance. He's got no, right. no, no chance. Yeah. Right. Him in per particular, I was hearing someone talking about him. He has a pretty slow fastball. Right. And if you have a slow fastball, you, ha right. you, you have to be able to, to trick people. Right. Um, and right. they said fastball is coming and they just, just, just fell. And off speed pitches, they yeah. need to lay off them. But, you know, right. guys scuff balls, guys use value. Vaseline, spitballs, Gaylord Perry, you know, um, all these these examples of, of players messing with the integrity of the game. Yep. Um, I think it's the high techness of this. I think it's the 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 franchise wideness of it. I think it's the use of electronics. I agree. And I also think it's just, it's a it's a threshold. Yeah. Right. I mean, if again, if a couple of players are doing it, it's problematic. If the entire team is doing it on a regular basis, yeah, then I think that's where. And again, that's 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 in some ways a fuzzy line, but I feel a little bit like Potter Stewart here with um, pornography. I know uh -huh. when I see it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's baseball too, which which gets people riled up. You know, I was thinking about uh, other sports cheating scandals. Yeah, I think my all time favorite. I was just almost. In, enraptured with the story in 1980 when when Rosie Ruiz ran what maybe half a mile of the Boston Marathon in 1980. She she started the race, she, right? Did she even start it? I think she started the yeah. race. Then she left the course. Then she left. Maybe took the subway. Uh, the, the, there's no evidence of her until and about a half mile left. <laughs> she crosses the finish line, third fastest women's marathon ever. She's not sweaty. She's not <laughs> breathing hard. <laughs> Very quickly, people realized what it what it. Happened. Happened. 
you know, there are lots of examples. Um, Fred Lortz in the, the 1904 St. Louis um, Olympic Games rode 11 miles in a car in, in, in the marathon, crossed the finish line first, you know, was about to receive the gold medal when someone said, you know, I just I, saw I that guy in a car. I feel confident that if I rode most of the way, I could complete a marathon. If you rode most yeah, of the way. I yeah, I pretty yeah. good about my yeah, It doesn't to... seem, seem, seem fair <laughs> in retrospect. I was looking at some old ones. The one that I forgot about, this one actually I think is the dirtiest. This is yeah. the one that bothers me the the most. Uh, in the Paralympics in 2000, when Spain won the basketball competition by having their players um, purposefully miss questions on the IQ test that you use to Whoa. determine whether someone is Qualifies has a mental for... disability. And so they purposefully did that. They won the gold medal and the story came out months later. Now that's just nasty. That's a, that's a nasty this, this, cheat right this, there. This brings to mind uh, something a friend of mine used to like to say to me often, which is that Humans are a flawed species. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Except us, man. <laughs> no, Except that, us. Yes, right. We, we, we are the exception that proves the rule. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. All right, Matt, this was fun. Very fun. Um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do it again soon. And uh, as a reminder, this is the Agony of Defeat podcast. We are on SoundCloud. You can find us on iTunes. Please rate us and rate us highly. And listen and spread the word. Um, and we'll talk to you again soon.